This is exactly right. <laughs> are you leaving or are you on your way back home? Either way, we want to be there. Doesn't matter how much baggage you claim. Give us a time and date. Terminal and gate. We want to send you off in style. We want to welcome you back home. Tell us all about it. Were you scared or was it fine? Welcome to Do You Need a Ride? This is Chris Fairbanks. And this is Karen Kilgareth. Hi, Karen. How are you? Um, Good. Chris, how are you today? Are you going to come out with an anecdote right right off the jump? I mean, it's been kind of presumptuous of me to always leap in with my anecdote. I feel your life... Do you have one? No, no, no. My Your life is incredibly rich, so... Well, thank you. Got to do it. I mean, uh, sometimes <laughs> it's a stretch coming up with these things, but today... Uh, it's worth talking about. I was legitimately bullied at the gym gymnasium. I was just, I went there to swim. And right away, these ladies, there's three ladies. I've seen them there before. They're in their mid-60s. But they snicker. First of all, they make fun of me because I, you know, I wear a snorkel and flippers and I have my webbed swimming gloves. Because you're asking to be made fun of. They, that's I guess so. But hey, I'm... I didn't ever learn to swim as a kid, and these these items helped me uh, swim okay. comfortably because I never Sorry. learned to breathe while swimming. No, this. I wish I could have a discussion with these ladies before. What you know? They're not even swimming. Okay, they're they're using the hot tub, and then it's gross because they just get into the pool to cool off. So they're sweaty, and they have hot tub water on them. I don't know if that's uh -huh. chlorinated. And and then and then they they swam right over to you and circled up. They just stay at the end of the lane, and so I'm literally dramatically weaving through them, and they aren't moving. And then one of them shoulder checks me, and I think it was on purpose. <laughs> and and I know last time I was there, I I saw them actually actively pointing and laughing at me because again I have a snorkel that's and a swim three, cap and three feet high. Yeah, it goes straight up the middle. It's a <laughs> it's a freestyle snorkel. That's what it's made for. So it's like kind of like a periscope, like you're a human submarine. Yes, except Michael Phelps's signature is on it. Like other people use these things, uh, you know, and these like ladies. Michael Phelps. God, they're mean. And I just, I don't know. That's... It, are they, uh, do you think they're flirting with you? Could that be what it is? That, uh, flirting, they're saying it silently to themselves and pointing and laughing and trying to hide mm -hmm. their laughs. It's not a flirt. It's just mean high school behavior. And they should know better. Again, they're in their mid-60s. Are you going to be able to do a comedy podcast after something like that? I don't know. Life? I'm trying to snap out of it. Then, and I don't mean to be graphic, but then in the, in the locker room, a very strange, larger-than-me man was, I'm not kidding, bending over and spreading his butt and looking. I asked him if he had been injured. He was looking at his butthole in the mirror. <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't, he was looking at his butthole, but he was also smiling while doing it and looking over at me like, hey, what do you think of this? Maybe that guy was flirting. I don't know. But <laughs> I thought he had injured his butt. Maybe he fell on something. A piece. If, even if he had, that's not the place to check the injury. He was being real weird, real weird with this butthole check. Anyway, you know, I don't. I think it's. Time. Was there anyone else in the in the locker room yeah, with you? Yeah, it was pretty busy, and <laughs> everyone like me was just wishing and pretending it wasn't happening. Actively, again, leaning forward, bringing his, his head down by his ankles and spreading, <laughs> and he was looking in the mirror at his at his BH. 
Come on, man. <laughs> I mean, I'm not made that uncomfortable, but it seemed aggressive. And he was yeah, that is kind of aimed towards me. Uh, it it's almost it was almost like um an improv where it started aggressive with the ladies in your lane, and then it it agreed and it heightened yeah, into yeah. someone it, checking their own it, anus. It, yeah, and I yes anded both groups. Yeah, <laughs> you were forced to yes and. Yeah, yeah, you gotta stick with the scene. You can't just go off and do your own character. That's no. That's why I started stand up. Well, I'll tell Should you. Should we take a deep breath? Yeah. So we can. I'm sorry, I got you know, upset. Just, it's okay. I got upset again. I would not have made fun of you if I'd known you were this upset. And you're right to be. She shoulder checked me. You're right to be. All right. <laughs> Never mind. All right. I'm very excited about our guests today. Are you? Let's see it in your face and in your posture. I've told There it is. <laughs> I've been, yeah, and I've been very uh, aware of my posture. Thank you for reminding me. I'm going to be upright this I better even adjust the mic just to, yeah. okay, this is how Let's I'm going to be the whole time. Yeah. Um, both these Johns, I remember when I first came to town, and one of the Johns was always so nice to me. And the other John, when he came to, these are both nice guys that are funny guys, and they're friendly guys, and they have a brand new podcast called Two Johns Don't Make a Right, which we're going to talk about. They play clubs and colleges they both all over do the so country. so many colleges. They make a small living doing colleges on the side <laughs> of being EPs of major uh, TV shows. Uh, everyone, put your hands together for John Daly and John Schrader. Hey, guys. Hi. I, I tell people to clap. Hi, hey, guys. guys. How are you? We're great. How are you? I'm great. <laughs> John Daly was only doing hand gestures. I know. I know. The perfect opener I, for a podcast. I was just raised not to clap for myself. Right. Oh, wow. Yeah, That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I was told uh, not to ever get a big head. I was raised by improv comedy to clap for myself. Oh. <laughs> you know how you go out and you just like, we're already, yeah. we're already good. Big energy. We're yeah, doing yeah. It. It's all energy. Do this. <laughs> yeah. It, it gets everyone's in the audience, gets their brain firing to come up with a non-geographical location and also an occupation yeah. <laughs> for the group to riff off of. What if the occupation that you suggested was self-clapper? Well, oh, man. <laughs> You'd be in mm -hmm. business. Everybody would be like, ha, ha, all right, you win. You're in the group. She won. You're in the group. <laughs> you made it. You made it. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's why improv groups are always growing. Just new members. You can't say yeah. no to anyone. If yeah. You, if you blow everyone's mind, yeah. Yeah. you're in. You're in. With an idea like that. You guys, when did you start this podcast? <laughs> Two Johns Don't Make a Right. Uh, we, Is it fake? No, it's real. It's real. It? It's real. Two Johns Don't Make a Right. I mean, um, it's, it's fake in a way. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> like, it, was, it was a dumb joke at a party. Um something I would refer yeah. to as bottle talk, that then mm. John Daly uh, <laughs> yeah. had some follow-through with, and I said, okay, why not? So the name yeah. the name did come first. Yeah. Oh, yes. It's a premise-based podcast. We yes. were <laughs> we were uh, being idiots and just going, yeah, we should do a thing, two Johns don't make a right, where we drive around L.A. making lefts. We never turn right, or the podcast <laughs> is over. And so then we did it, and it's it's really fun. Yeah. So technically, you can just go around one city block the entire podcast. Sure. Just turning right. Just turning left. Sorry. Yeah. 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 yeah we've done that. Technically, we could. But we like yeah. to explore and uh, <laughs> take note of film locations, for example. Mm -hmm. You guys, so you guys have a driving podcast as well. Yeah, you can pretend to just we're, know about it now. I'm, we're on I it. think I speak for Karen, too, where I don't, <laughs> I am not at all threatened by you guys having another comedy <laughs> driving podcast. Well, that's I what just I thought this that was. Up. I thought this was an intervention or a uh, no. confrontation. A showdown? Yeah, We showdown. weren't even sure who did it first, <laughs> us or this guy, Jerry Seinfeld, but it turns out he <laughs> did it before us, and so we don't have a leg to stand on. If the sign man, the sign man. Well, yeah, but like they get coffee. We don't do that. Right. Do no. Yeah. Well, like ours is, no. ours is way different. I think you're discounting how different ours is. Yeah. Right. We don't even make right turns. Like that's insane. And right. And we occasionally right. do. Yeah. And Jerry Seinfeld's talking about both coffee and what's hidden in there is cars. Cars. Yeah. It's, uh, it's yeah. very specific about cars. Yeah. Entirely. He's basically, and then Leno's took away the coffee and Leno's just doing cars. Right. My garage. Leno's yeah, I garage. forgot about Leno's. He replaced the coffee with chambray. Is chambray another? Uh... <laughs> the only people that get that joke have worked at the Gap. 
That was kind is of it, just for me. Is it a type of denim? <laughs> it's the chambray yeah. shirt. Yes. Okay. It's the jean the jean shirts that he wears. Oh, it took yeah. me a second. I worked at Banana Republic, so I remember the term. <laughs> well, Jay's got Jay's got a denim car now. I don't know if you've no. seen that. Denim pattern, exterior? Right? <laughs> that would be No, that was a funnier die sketch. My friend Alex Scordellis was uh pitching uh, it was like an all-day pitch in Jay Leno's actual garage. All the funnier guy writers went there, and they set up a table in this garage. And every single pitch, it was like a four-hour thing. He was like, yeah, let's get it. Let's get it. Let's keep keep them coming. Keep the ideas coming. But nobody was hitting. And then my friend Alex went, it was like, you know, 4 p.m., and he was ready to go. It was like, he goes, denim car? And Jay Leno's just like, yeah, you know, yeah, let's do it. Denim car. And it just seemed like he didn't want to do it after a while. But yeah. then Alex, Alex was like, denim car. And he was like, oh, no, let's fully commit. And, you know, Mike Farah made a full denim car. <laughs> so he actually does have one. This is something we can actually see if we looked it up on Funny or Die? Yeah, yeah. Oh, denim that's car. That's hilarious. Yeah. I, I fucking love that. I love yeah. that Jay Leno did that. Yes. I love that Jay Leno saw, like, Jerry Seinfeld show and was just like, yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, the bottom like line, that. there's room for all of us. There really That's is. Right. There's yeah. a all lot need, of roads in Los Angeles. We need so much content. Yeah. I mean, there, there's not enough. It just gets burned up. So, And also, yeah. can Karen and I claim ownership over something we haven't done for over two years? You can. Oh, so you guys, this is kind of, you're, you're starting it anew. I thought we would be in a car, by the way. I thought that would be. I know. I know. Like, uh, well, you but know. But it's okay, you know. Obviously. I mean, it's now that suddenly COVID is over because <laughs> a war has begun. Right. There's a very good chance we'll be in the car soon. Yeah. But we're just trying to plan it out so that, you know. Yeah, we have to wait till I don't know. everyone's fully distracted. It does feel over. And then yeah. we, we have in to the car. get some tests and, you know, yeah. get it going. We'll figure it out soon. It's going to be great. Mm -hmm. Nice. But what I said in the beginning, John, uh, Tall, do you mind if I call you tall? You were always tall, John, to me. Though, I still am. But I, yeah. I wonder if that, if you ever. It's got a good sick differentiation. It, yeah. Yeah, regular sized and tall, John. Yeah, <laughs> I'm regular sized. Yeah. I've never um, been upset by it. It was a nickname given to me working at the Warehouse Records in 1989 when there was like three Johns and they all needed a, you know, a pronoun or a adjective. Mm -hmm. What's the word? I'm a writer. <laughs> what were the other Johns? Um, well, there was Fiddler. John Fiddler, so he was just Fiddler. And then I think the other John was just this older guy who just got to be John because he was there before us. Oh, uh, yeah. So then there was Fiddler and Tall John after, yeah. Tall John, John, and Fiddler, bro. <laughs> Fiddler. <laughs> he was the oddball, man. Yeah. He's always <laughs> the on the roof. He works in the jazz section. <laughs> but yeah, when I first was, moved to LA and I would go, I like M Bar had a lot of the cool shows that I wanted to get on and I would pay to just watch to build up the courage to ask Scott and BJ if I could go up. And uh, you, John, were always very nice to me. That's tall, John. That's, and no. <laughs> and so, yeah, you started the whole podcast with this and then you went, you went, you know, tall, John, you were always nice. John, you were always, let's get started. I thought you stopped. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was, you, if you rewind, that's really what that's happened. That's passive aggression. Now that's left over from what happened to him at the gym. And we have to have a lot of empathy for his daily experience. She yeah. shoulder it's checked slowly me. Gonna, it's going to trickle out during this podcast. Speaking of the gym, it occurred to me that perhaps... The gentleman spreading his bottom saw that you had the the snorkel, the periscope snorkel, and thought maybe you could just get in there and look around. Oh, he wanted yeah. a free like medical maybe check of some kind, mm. fun medical so check, like Rodney Dangerfield in Back to School. Like, hey, <laughs> hey, hey! I'm swimming down here, <laughs> bowl of soup. But Chris, you say I, I was always nice to you. I'd like to think I still would be if I ever saw you in person again. You, you always, yeah. you did. Yeah, never went away. You've changed. Okay. You've kept You've up. Changed. You've kept up this charade. How about me? You, <laughs> you came to town. What did you move here in 05, 06? I moved here in 08. What about 08 then? 08. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You were, uh, you were, and you. Uh, I was nice, right? Come on. Yeah, you were nice. <laughs> yeah. Chris. Yeah, you were nice. Just to like me. running in place with this. Do you have a problem with John Daly? You I, might as well say, "Yeah, what's going on?" Absolutely, do not. By that time, I had already solidified <laughs> myself in the scene somewhat, and I was no longer petrified of other comedians. Right. I think that's why Tall John was mean to me. He was just hanging out. He's a writer. He was not doing stand up. He wasn't being intimidating or like, "Hey, you're not a cool kid yet." Well, you were. You were a skateboarder. 
I mean, I was cool outside of comedy, sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm never going to debate that. <laughs> but within comedy... John's the guy at the statusy booth at the, you know, he's in the booth with the yep. status people. Yeah. He's at but, the bo- he gets bottle service yeah. every time he goes to a comedy show. Largo. But he doesn't, yeah. he doesn't play the status <laughs> moment. You know, no. if you come over, he's like, what's up? Yeah, I'm at the status table. No big deal. But I'm the guy that doesn't give a fuck. And I'm a power broker, <laughs> but yeah. I don't have to shove it in your face. Good luck with your seven minute set. Exactly. That's- <laughs> And, and whether or not you tank or not, I'm going to say great job. <laughs> uh, great job, man. Yeah. <laughs> you did always tell me great job. <laughs> <laughs> now that I think about it. Wait, John Daly, do you remember? I remember when I first met you. Do you remember it? Wait, when did we first meet? Well, but I remember meeting you. And I it was when I went back to comedy after um, leaving comedy for like five years, went yes, back and, yes. and became a guitar act. And I was absolutely mortified. Talk about like exactly what Chris is talking about. So I remember you doing those shows, yes. Uh, I I don't remember exactly when we met, though. Do you um, remember the show at the Gower Gulch? There was the show that was started long ago by Melinda Hill and I think Maria or... Right. Tiger Lily. Several people. Maria. Tiger Lily, and it got passed on. Natasha. Yeah. Yeah. Who was the girl who booked it with her, and she would be there with her mom? Jazz. Okay. So I got booked on that show and yes. I'm mortified to be a guitar comic. And I know I'm too old to be doing, like, I was just like, what am I fucking doing? This is totally insane. So I show up at uh, Tiger Lily and I, it's that kind of nervousness where you're just kind of weirdly like blind. Like I kind of couldn't see outside of a small circle right in front of me. And you were one of the first people I saw and you were super nice. And you were like, hey, what's up? And I'm like, hey, I'm Karen. I'm on the show. And you're like, yeah, cool. Um, and we started talking a little bit. <laughs> and then I go, are you jazz? And you literally <laughs> were like, no. And I like turned around. <laughs> you I thought no I was jazz? Me. Oh <laughs> my God. I'd never wow. met anybody. It was like, this was to be, I was like three <laughs> generations out from my like class of comics. That's, whoa. Blaine was probably hosting, but other than that, I knew no one Well, I was pretending not to know who you were because I knew who you were. (laughs) But (laughs) I, uh, but, so that's something that will come out in EMDR sessions with uh, (laughs) deep, deep healing. uh, That's buried way back in the cerebral I just had no, I just didn't know what I was doing. No, I know, yeah. And that show was like open plan. Yes. It was like, it was truly, everyone's everywhere. There's nothing that makes me more nervous than at a comedy show when there's white tablecloths and wine glasses on the table. I'm like, yeah. this is going to be fucking horrible. People are eating like, like steak yes. Diane <laughs> right in front of you. It's like yeah. major meals. It's not, people are going to have a heavy French sauce and then watch yeah. my dumb shit. Like I have to get out of here. What am I doing? So sorry about that. I know who oh, you are no, now. No problem. Hi. Hi. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to know when jazz is just in an email. You don't know. Jazz could be anyone, really. And I just it's had that jazz thing of like... Jazz could be anyone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a genderless Jazz name. could be anyone. And I just wanted the first person I talked to to be the person I was supposed to be talking to <laughs> to help me. Yeah. That's all I could manage. What if I was like, yeah, mama, my name is Jazz. <laughs> yeah, daddy-o. I'm yeah. Jazz. Skibbity-bop-bop. <laughs> <laughs> bop <laughs> <laughs> You're booked. So embarrassing. The white tablecloths and wine glasses could describe a few places, like Largo and Embar both at one point. Yeah. And that's everywhere you performed, Karen. And the like yeah. underground <laughs> place. What is that? El Cid, too. Yeah. El Cid. Also, the old um, Luna Park. Yeah. Uh, like, it's that thing of when people are investing in like a night of comedy. Right. It makes me be like, this matters too much, or this is too costing too much money. I'm not yeah. gonna, I'm not gonna deliver what they want. Yeah, when it's a full sit down meal, it's because it's not. You know, you go on the road and at a comedy club, of course, they have nachos and everything. It's not the same as a plate of spaghetti with a white tablecloth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> something about that makes it feel like I'm in, I'm interrupting your meal. Yeah, yeah it's it's like a a large water glass next to a cloth napkin. The, and then also when there's seats and em- like tables empty but fully set, where I'm just like, no good can come of this night. <laughs> this yeah. is good. People are gonna get their feelings hurt. This and the is food is good. the food's never good, right? And whenever there's a silence, you just hear 
forks clanking on plates. It's like a strip club must be when you eat at a strip club. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you do know? people eat at strip clubs? Yeah, they. I just drove across America and half the strip clubs we we drove past, it was like, you know, steak dinner or like, yeah. uh, you know, breakfast too. <laughs> like, you know, uh, sunny side up eggs. Yeah. It, are you talking specifically <laughs> like when I moved to Austin, Texas, every ad was like, come at noon, bring yeah. your kids. It's yeah. Hamburger Wednesday. No. And th- yeah. there was meal deals. We have prime rib. And yeah. again, bring your kids. Open <laughs> it. Like, open at seven a.m. or whatever. And uh, we're, wink, wink. There's still fully nude ladies. <laughs> yeah, no. it's uh, how many things do you have to tap into before? Well, I it's just... it's also like this weird thing of like they can't serve alcohol, so some places are just like let's serve like disgusting food so guys can get horny, <laughs> I guess, and with their friends, fill up with their friends, and then eat. And, oh. And just put a gravy-covered dollar in your underwear. <laughs> oh, there shouldn't be food. Uh, they can just stick it to your leg. <laughs> There's even in, in Portland a vegan strip club that was kind of famous, right? I went there one time, yeah. That was like the thing to do, like 2012. If you were in Portland, everyone oh. was like, let's go to this vegan strip club. Was it Lumberjack somebody's? It, uh, D- uh, Casa Diablo. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and we should all. I'm not gonna. You know, it's not like I go to those places. You all. You. You all know that about me. Uh, but at Bridgetown, it was like one of the events. Yeah, Bridgetown. Like That's one of the why. comedy. Yeah. Hey, we're all going to the strip club today. Exactly. And I'm like, uh, really, as a group, and it's kind of fun to just go <laughs> with a bunch of boys and girls that are comedians to a strip club together. It's, it's also yeah. relatively like cool. A vibe of a strip club. Yeah. Like, there's nobody there that's like weirdly drunkenly like there's always a guy that's like thinks he's in love or yeah, <laughs> something yeah. or is just like so deeply sad. You see so many. But was yeah. it the Casa Diablo, the one where it's like the strippers are co-owners and it was all yeah. like kind of empowerment and like we decide how much you like it or whatever. <laughs> that's how it feels. We yeah. tip you. We were at the arcade and then people are like, we're going to go over to the strip club and I was like, yeah, I don't, I think that'll bum me out. Because I remember one time getting roped into going to Jumbo's clown room and just being like, I don't want to do this. I, this makes me feel bad. And everybody at the arcade that day was like, no, they love it. It's like their thing or whatever. Where it's just like, oh, it's the Portland version of a strip club. It's empowerment strip. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. It, it's yeah. better. I'll say that. It's better. It doesn't feel... Um, like, I guess, I don't know. Like, I don't really go to strip clubs, but I went to one in Vegas, like a huge one. It was called Sapphire. And I went there with like eight guys and we all got lap dances. And I was just like, now I'm horny. What do I do now? No. And like every, it was just, oh, I'm just like, I'm horny with my buddies. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah it's it's weird. Weird. It's a weird. Hey, like, guys. Hey, you horny? Yeah. I got a hey. boner, man. Yeah. yeah. Hey, man. Oh, and I'm hey, watching man. you get it right now. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Hey, look at. Look at Dave. He's horny, man. I wonder what it would look like if I was watching my friend and that girl actually have sex. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, have a great marriage. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's your last night before your marriage. So, can I ask you guys a question? What? Because we're trying to steal as much from you as we sure, of course. Can and steal right. your this whole is, yeah. idea. So, what? What are kind of games that you guys play when you're driving around? <laughs> Or or whatever whatever kind of uh, comes up. My favorite game is when Chris tried to be the sound guy, even though he didn't know how to work a Zoom, yeah. and then would always be scared slash furious because he thought he lost the episode every time. I, because I did a couple <laughs> times, and it never will be known that that first Tig that lost Tig episode. I will never know why it happened. We had an a Emmy award winning Tig was, episode where she told us about her wedding, and it was we hilarious all and great. It was truly like we cried at one point. <laughs> and then and Chris goes, it's gone. It just sounded like frying bacon. I don't... <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, so, yeah, having the... I mean, we didn't play games. It's mostly like it's... You'll discover that as you drive, things are passing. People walk, pedestrians. It, it gives you something to talk about. Right. And describe. And it turns out we discovered people love hearing that it seems weird to talk about something that no one is seeing right but if you describe it and legitimately 
are earnestly reacting to things. People love it. And that's something you'll discover. And Ooh. something I miss about us driving. Because, yeah, now now it feels like we should be playing a game. We'll have you on ours and we'll Please. we'll drive. Yeah. We'll pick Great. you up. Yes. I just got a, a Toyota Sienna minivan, so there's plenty of space. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Does that have a fourth row, the Sienna? Just a third row, but that's that's all I need. Yeah. Is, right. is this the first time, Karen, we've had two guests? I think so. Because there was another botched episode where we did have two, <laughs> but we just decided not. Where well, there's a bunch of reasons not to. You could say, it. you could say, uh, this episode is a full car. We got it really two is. Guests. <laughs> this is a carpool seat. episode yeah. with everybody. Yeah, we used to pretend. I used to make traffic noises, a lot of foley work, and and then we we quit pretending. Oh yeah, it is also. <laughs> wow. It does make a big difference though when you have a moving surrounding world because it then spurs on the conversation. Whereas since basically COVID started, we're just like, we can do this. Yeah. We can keep talking anyway. But yeah, like, right. I didn't realize how much complaining about like traffic and yeah. people. Like there was a guy one time that was like, I, we were talking and I was driving slowly because I think we were there was someone we were waiting to pick up. And this guy got furious that either he had to wait for me to drive by <laughs> or something was happening where we had to like a highly aggressive pedestrian it was really, and then we were trying to take pictures of him and stuff. It's just like things that in the real world can be very exciting. Yeah, we had a guy yeah. chase us on a bike, wielding his U-lock, and he tried to knock off Karen's mirror. We've <laughs> witnessed multiple fist Jeez. fights at bus stops. A guy, we wow. saw a guy get dropped at a bus stop. Yeah, wow. knocked out to where he, he, he was knocked out and limply hit his head. Like, that's how people get in okay. big trouble with we, their brains. We saw a guy that was at a bus stop kiosk in Koreatown facing the wall of the key, the like like the the mesh kind of metal mesh wall. Was he showing his butthole? No, he was just facing the wall <laughs> and standing there. It was so insane. Oh, he was just wow. like uh. he was there for like a full minute at least, just standing. Yeah, there. we were at a red light, and yeah, he was just not facing, <laughs> so he couldn't see if the bus was coming. Yeah, <laughs> and just yeah. staring like four inches away from a wall. Yeah, yeah. insane behavior is. Is yeah, but not dangerous. That's not good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, so yeah. Must. So that is the game you end up playing is a version of I Spy without all the annoying guessing. If you just right. talk about what you're saying, and it's well, that's all you is, need to play. Our thing is we don't turn right, so we usually the conversations kind of go into like, oh my god, I think we're gonna have to turn right. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. <laughs> turn left here. No, 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 no. Oh, okay, we got a full thing, and then kind of the negotiation of. Like, look, if we need to exit a highway, we can't, you know, we can't call that a right. That's just yeah. There's you know, merging. A, you could a merge. merge. Right. Yeah. yeah, it sounds like the the whole thesis of your podcast is a game in and of itself. Yeah, kind of. It, it kind of is, is, but we need to chop it up with a little bit of <laughs> variety. I think some segments. <laughs> some segments. Yeah. All right. Let's play like like um, Doug Benson does. Uh, whatever. Uh, like he just does the Leonard Malton game, and it's like yeah. Love it. Like, that's what we should do. The license plate game or something. Yeah, we could do that. I was going to say, there was a great game, but you can't you can't do it on podcast because you can never clear music. But my favorite car game, maybe this will be a way we can find you a game. I'll start with this one, <laughs> this one which you can't use. Um, it was called Radio Wars, and it was essentially turn the radio on and then hit, like, scan. And then when it stopped and started playing a song, whoever said the name of the song the fastest. And it couldn't be the band. It had to be the name of the song. And mm. so, and then it was like whoever got it, and then it would scan again. So it was like a fast oh, wow. kind of, like, keep you on your toes game in the car. All right, let me write this down. Let me write this down. <laughs> you know who's insanely good at that game? I worked for him for a while in the aughts is uh, Jimmy Kimmel because he used to be a DJ. Oh, right. Oh, right. He can hear, like, oh, literally, yeah. like, a note of a song, and it's like, oh, tainted love, and it is. <laughs> it was right. insane. That's amazing. Yeah, it was like a like a savant like power. Yeah, you know who else can do that is Jimmy Pardo. Oh Ooh. yeah, both Jimmy. I played. Yeah, the Jimmys know how. Yeah, maybe they should have a podcast. <laughs> oh yeah, two Jimmys don't turn left. <laughs> <laughs> Less of a ring done to and it. done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, Kimmel was a DJ in like Arizona, right? All over the place. Seattle, like, he just kept getting fired everywhere he went. Why? Why? Because, you know, he's funny and they don't always like that and they like to do his own thing. 
He was mm-hmm. like Howard Stern in private parts. Yeah. Oh. Kept getting fired from like local affiliates. Just disrespectful. Yeah. yeah. And it's also a shitty business. And then the fans stood up and said, no. <laughs> we decide. Yeah. Now, guys, do you like Howard Stern's short haircut? Because I think the shape is wrong. <laughs> I think it's it's too grammar school principal. Yeah. I haven't seen him in a while. Is it still kind of like a bucket? It's almost like a short shag, but with the way his hair goes. Every time there's an article about him, because he's now speaking out against many things. Right. Mm -hmm. But it always is like, (laughs) is that, I'm not going to be able to remember her name. It always just looks like an actress from the 80s that has a perm. Right. Ali Sheedy? Yeah. And I I was going to say, his long hair looked like a metal guy from the 80s. So he had like 80s metal hair. So you're describing the haircut that I wanted to get, but I just couldn't figure it out. And also as a bald guy, like I would kill for any hair. Like I'd have a mullet if I could. (laughs) I never noticed. I never noticed. I actually don't think of you as bald. That's Yeah, at all. Uh, No, not at all. Well, just compared to what I, you know, pretty bald. I guess you are, but. You know why? He's too tall. We, Tall, we don't yeah. even right. get to address that part of John. That's right. But Karen, you remember back in the 90s, I had a beautiful head of hair. Oh, God. It was just like <laughs> all over. It, every barbecue, it would get into your potato salad and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really glad you don't have that hair anymore. It was always in my mouth. It was a mess. <laughs> so, Karen, I don't I don't know how much you knew John, but like what's coming out on the podcast, well, knew Tall John, but what's coming out on the podcast is that like back in the day when you guys like first moved here, he was like a big prankster and was like, I'll do anything. Like his rep was kind of like, I'm the guy that does anything. Like, so that's what he's playing up. I just want to know if there's truth to that, if he was seen as that. I definitely remember that he was truly full of beans. Um, (laughs) But here's the problem. I I was like a blackout drunk. So all I know is I, if John was around, I was having a good time. Other than that, there's not a lot of details in my in my party memory. And I'll say this, cool. when I was hanging around Largo, around Karen and all these other funny people, I was not pranking them. I was just trying to blend in. No, no. I mean, but <laughs> the thing with the fireworks, like throwing the fireworks, I was like, Jesus. Wait, like, what? You were legitimately destructive. <laughs> Where was that? What well, was the firework? Steve Agee brought it up. They're, they're not true fireworks. <laughs> they're called Sprite Bombs. And you can see them online. They're, they're Remember Snap Caps, those little white sure. things? They're like yeah. that, maybe times three. Um, and they look like little okay. cannonballs, and they're just like little gunpowder <laughs> balls. And you can you can pop them, and they're a little bit louder, and they make a little spark. Wow. Uh, and I, I really enjoyed keeping them in my car and throwing them <laughs> primarily at male joggers um, and watching them jump. <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't it wasn't so much pointed at a single person as it was a group of people. How dare someone try to better themselves physically? Shame them. Scare them. Jogging was out. Yes. I felt like it was a harmless... And I stopped after a while. Steve pointed out I kept so many... You're supposed to keep them separate from one another. When they rub up on each other, they all blow up. And that happened. They were in my cup holder in my car. And I did that. And and I screamed. And Steve laughed and told that story on our podcast. (laughs) True. And joggers... In the distance, clapped. Yes, finally. <laughs> hoisted by his own petard. Now, can you remember ever doing that at Laura Milligan's house? In her back, that back patio area? I don't remember doing that there. But it could have it could have been. I went to a couple of those parties. John, do you remember when, um, <laughs> I think it was Jay Johnston, the insurrectionist Jay Johnston, um, started bringing the brooms to all the parties and we play broom where we'd... Do you remember that? I do remember Broom. God, I forgot all base. about it. <laughs> broom? So the base of the broom, right, where the where you actually sweep, <laughs> you hold that to your chest, and then you look up at the top. So at that point, it's going up, say, five feet above you, and you have to hold it and stare at the top of the broom, and then two people spin you around, and you have to spin around, what, 20 times was, or yes. whatever? And then there's a circle of people around you. And when you're done spinning around 20 times, you throw the broom in front of you and you have to jump over it. <laughs> but but by the time you've spun 20 times, and most people are drunk or high, you're so dizzy that you throw it down and f- immediately fall over. And it is the funniest <laughs> fucking thing you've ever seen in your life. And it's even funnier 
like at, when people are a little, a little buzzed because they think they can do it and it's no big deal. And then when they go to do it, they just fucking eat it. Like just, <laughs> you have to be on like a, on grass or like on a soft part of the backyard because people just go right down, like in their face. It's the funniest. That, that sounds like game. a fun game you guys can play while podcasting. Oh yeah. Yeah, broom. Yeah. Broom it. You're in a Car van. Broom. You're in a tall van. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. That is amazing. I had forgotten all about that. And yeah, that was such a fun house for them to entertain us with their parties. They had that projector back there, right? Mm-hmm. Do you still keep in touch with them? I haven't. They moved up to San Francisco. Right. I haven't talked to Lord in a really long time, but like my, it, my sister keeps track of everybody on Facebook for me. <laughs> but, I used to. But I haven't actually talked to Laura in a really long time. Yeah, I used to live around the corner from that house. Like I mo- like we were neighbors for about three months and then they thought better of it and moved to San Francisco. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. they were they were terrific. And yeah, brooms, God. So fun. Broom. Broom. I'm someone that if I spin broom. at all, like on a tire swing even, uh, I will vomit. I can't go on the teacup rides, little kid rides oh, yeah. even. Same here. So yeah. that game's not for me. I would vomit in front of everyone. Yeah, because you get really dizzy. I do get dizzy. I'm one of the dizzier guys. <laughs> what about vertigo? Do you get vertigo? I've had it. I had it. When that's Steve Agee and I talked about that. We had it at the same time once. I think his was more serious. But we had uh, deep, deep vertigo talks. <laughs> I just got it. Some gift from God. I had like a year. I couldn't skateboard. I was... I would fall over. I was just off balance. And then for a whole year, I went to a doctor. Yeah. Wow. And then he said, it eventually will go away. And I just waited. And gradually I noticed I didn't have it anymore, but it lasted a long time. And there was no reason I had it. I I had done no spinning. There was no trigger for it. (laughs) No, there was no, just happened. Yeah. Here you go. Deal with this for a year. That's oh that's God. me doing Jesus's voice. <laughs> yeah, and it and during that year you don't know if it's ever going to stop. Yeah. So it's always kind of looming over you while you try and focus on your fledgling career or relationships. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. No. It's, it's just makes uh, it's one of the colorful pageant layers of life or whatever people say. Sure. Now, do you, <laughs> sorry, back to your podcast, do you guys have guests? Like, have you, in referencing Steve Agee, was he on your podcast? He was. He was our first guest. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And then we did two with just us that I think Daly is going to sit on forever. Well, I don't know. Maybe they'll be ephemera for the future. Who knows? <laughs> nice. Yeah. But, uh, Special apps. Yeah. But I think it's okay to sit on them. And as our audience got to know us, they got, we found they got excited when it was just us. Interesting. Right. Because they're going to like you. Right. Yeah. We have some good guests lined up. We have you guys. We have Kulop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. Perfect. Yeah. Yep. John Ham. John's going to go out to John Ham. Right, John? I mean, oh, I wow. Three would. Johns. Yeah, three Johns. And then I think we can make a right at yeah, that point. Yeah, yeah. If it's three Johns, we can turn whatever can we want. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Special episode. You should do only rights. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever's clever. You know, that's the beauty. It's like, <laughs> take this left, take this right. We're free. Three, three Johns. So three Johns. It's that's almost dangerous, though, because if you're at an unprotected intersection, much like mm. when Waze, the app, used to try and kill us. Oh, you can make it. It's five o'clock and it's, <laughs> and uh, it's Laurel Olympic Canyon. Boulevard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you you have to do the left. Otherwise, you're breaking the rules of your podcast. I just don't want to see you guys get hurt because of a silly rule. Well, sometimes the podcast will be, you know, 15 minutes if we get stuck. Right. Especially yeah. going downtown. You know, there's lots of one-way streets. Yeah. yeah. It's almost yeah. happened a few times, but we've kind of like pulled it out. And that's a good moment in the podcast when we're like, yeah. It's touch and go. Yeah. And the audience is like, what? <laughs> it's real drama. We do talk about things and it is funny. But uh, yeah, there is. a. Maybe we should cut out a little bit more. Of the, uh, <laughs> hey, what about this? Okay. No, I don't think you can go here. Yeah. That's really all I add. No, people love that. We don't edit at all. We would leave in our go through Starbucks drive throughs uh, uh, leave our order in. Yeah, you don't have to. Yeah, let people enjoy the ride. It's a hang. Yeah. Also, 
I, I don't want to bum anyone out, but the there is a an unhoused crisis co- happening. Yes, so there is. yes. The, I think we actually had to make an effort to not talk about it. Um, and we should give money to some organization <laughs> via the podcast because it is the main thing that we see that's notable. Yeah. And then yeah. we when so we kind of like skip over it. Um, kind of mentally, I feel like, but there is a, it's like, oh, wow. Oh my God. If we talk about this, literally the podcast will be rough. You know? yeah, sure, yeah. Yeah. It's good karma. Which you can cut this whole part out too. No, no, it's, it's happening. We might as well. Oh, yeah. And you don't notice as like, I, I lived in Venice for six, 15 years, 16 years. And I went back, you know, I, I've been Echo Park now for three and I went back and it was unrecognizable. Some street, just certain areas where it's like, you have to see that contrast. Yeah. Like Wait, in, I, in Venice, you mean? Oh, yeah. Or, it's, right. Because it yeah. was kind of bad for a while, right? Am I wrong? Or Yeah, either? but and now it's just worse. Right. And well, it's uh, you sucks. have to see it and compare it to the past. So, yeah. There's a We're guy gonna, who lives. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no. No, but. Um, I won't go ahead. <laughs> my neighborhood has been. And that's why I told um, John Daly on our last podcast is there were he and Steve Agee were talking about how bad it looked on the um, Bronson overpass. And I was like, actually, it's much better now than it has been the last few years. They are making an effort. And I've witnessed um, social workers going up to this one gentleman in particular who's right outside the Gelson's on Franklin. Um, And he's been posted up there for two years. And, you know, to his credit, he doesn't seem to cause problems. Um, But they've offered him shelter and he's refused it every time because he doesn't want to live with a curfew. Right. Yep. And and I think that's the big problem is... You know, these people are people and you can't force someone as if you know one's had any loved ones who needed rehab, you can't force someone to go to rehab, you know. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, and also sometimes it's, you know, my mom was a psychiatric nurse for years. And um, so I, she used to rant constantly about when Reagan closed all the um, basically all the social services in the 80s. And she basically said, this is what's going to happen because there are people in this world that need other people's help on a daily basis, hour to hour. And so if you close and end all services, all public services, this it's not, not like nothing's going to happen. Like people have nowhere to go right. and they can't do just easy stuff by themselves. And it feels to me like a lot of times people talk about that in this kind of like, well, they're drug, drug addicts and they're choosing to do it, where it's like, oh. I I bet you the majority have mental illness issues. Yeah. And it's it, it, the whole thing is like, they just need extra help. And they're just, it's like our government said no. For sure. And me. even if they're a drug addict, yeah. they still need help. You know, right. they're not in the yeah. right mind. They want to keep doing it, of course. But it's, So you know. you're saying Reagan shouldn't be my favorite president in history? No, I've told you that like seven <laughs> yeah. fucking times. Well, what am I going to oh, do man. with all these commemorative posters <laughs> and campaign pins? I'm going to take off my Reagan Bush 84 shirt. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you better. Reagan Bush 84. <laughs> that, that I would wear that shirt just because it's like, hey, come on. It's a joke shirt. 84. We love it, right? Yeah, 84. <laughs> everything it's was ironic. funny. I'm an yeah. ironic Republican who is yeah. a Republican. <laughs> You're just a contrarian. <laughs> yeah. I'm a libra-trarian. <laughs> you yeah. know, for, speaking of that, I used to have a Jesse the Body Ventura shirt that I would wear on 4th of July, ironically. <laughs> Again, like in the aughts before everyone went crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I had to stop that that fun tradition. Yeah. Wait, for his uh, campaign or his Yeah, he wrestling? was like running for yeah. something and it was his giant head with like an eagle and a flag and didn't he become the governor of Wisconsin or the Minnesota, senator or something? Yeah, somewhere Minnesota, there. yeah. <clears throat> and I think for like Minnesota. two seconds, everyone was like, wow, he's not as bad as me. Oh, no, he sucks. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> okay. But then here comes James Adomian with the impression and everything's yes, fine again. that's what makes it all worth it. Yeah, James Adomian's impression, just it's just as good as Jesse Ventura, I think. It's just <laughs> it like, it's, it, it really is so deeply entertaining. My dad was here visiting and he, I sat him down and made him watch Every because he goes, have you seen this guy doing the pillow guy on Jimmy Kimmel? I go, yes, it's James Adomian. Yeah, he's a, he's really talented. And I'm like, look at his Bernie Sanders. Look at his the and then I, and look at his Andy Kindler. And I just kept making him <laughs> watch James Adomian videos or listen to the episode of our podcast where he does. He not only is doing all those characters, he's somehow doing the foley work to make it sound like he's climbing out of the car and getting on the roof. <laughs> he was like muffling his own voice. And being uh, Jesse Ventura trying to get into the car pounding on the roof. And then when I listen to it, it's like, 
did he get out of the car? Because it sounds like <laughs> he did. I don't. He. Yeah, that was a. That He's was a master. A yeah, you should have him on your drive-in. Podcast. Full commitment too. Oh yeah. Yes. Is he in New York or here? He's here. Yeah. We got to get him daily. You got to get him. Yeah. Got we got to get a Domi in. Hey, can you do that thing where you like muffle your voice or whatever? <laughs> <laughs> Listen to this podcast and do the thing that Chris talks about. <laughs> Make it entertaining. John Daly, when you when I first met you, you were like when I saw you first uh, do play saxophone at the I think it was the downstairs Echo, right? And I realized that you're legitimately a musician and entertainer. It was not <laughs> it's comedic, of course, but you're actually thank you. I don't know. I'm comparing it to when I was started making fun of uh, white guy white guy doing reggae, and then accidentally I really started to enjoy singing like a reggae guy and i'm like oh i'm actually feel like i'm getting good at this and i actually started listening to toots and the maytals and and brought out my old uh marley and i'm like oh i it backfired Dude, i actually could really have been like reggae modest now. yahoo i wondered if that happened for you with like oh i don't know careless whisper or something oh well i um well yeah i am a musician i'm playing south by southwest um in two weeks which is very exciting um congratulations thank you thank you and uh, I have always played sax since I was in fourth grade. Uh, and that's what I didn't expect. Is that's not yeah. something you just pick up and jokingly play. I'm like, oh my god, no. he's, yeah, you are you're a yeah. saxophone musician. Yeah, and I did a, a video with Kenny G, which I don't really like, but it was very <laughs> fun to meet him and yeah. to spend the day with him. Yeah, and I played, I jammed with him. It was amazing. We, both of us. Oh wow, sax. it was great. Yeah. Did you guys Does ever he, hear um, John Daly's Red Hot Chili Peppers song? That, oh, yes. Mm -hmm. That people were convinced was an actual Red Hot Chili Peppers song. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and multiple, multiple outlets reported on it as if it was real. <laughs> and um, like excoriating reviews of this, like, what are the Peppers doing? Yeah. <laughs> like another California song? Jesus. That's and it's so just funny. about streets and directions. <laughs> And Yahoo Music wrote like a full like, <laughs> all right, oh, we're over the peppers now. And then they, that's they so I, funny. screenshotted it, but they took it down. That's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They were embarrassed. Like there's another example. Like did when you were young, were you like me? Were you really like the Red Hot Chili Peppers and oh, had a giant into, sticker on the back of your car? I, I, I couldn't uh, I couldn't have sticker. written that song without being a giant fan. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, I go way back and they were. My favorite, you know, one of my favorite, it was like, you know, Peppers, Rage. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, Peppers, Nirvana, uh, Soundgarden, or Did whatever. Did you go to Woodstock 99? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't go to Woodstock 99. No, I wish. I saw that documentary and... Uh, Ooh, a lot of bad <laughs> stuff happened, right? Yeah, yeah. it's best you didn't. It's yeah. best you didn't go. Yeah, they set everything on fire and it was terrible. Not to if mention you, all the mud. <laughs> and Moby was like, this mud, Moby in that documentary, he's like, ugh, there's mud all over my equipment. <laughs> but Moby, it's vegan These mud. people, it's just, it's vegan. <laughs> mud is vegan, Moby. It's just cool, plants. Man. It's plants. Yeah, no animals were harmed in this mud. <laughs> I like the, um, is it that documentary or was it that concert where Billy Joe from uh, Green Day gets hit right in the head with a bottle? No it's way. It's not funny. Oh, really? It's not funny. It's really shitty. It's funny but the way you tell it. The <laughs> Yeah, you made it. Is that why the you're aim. laughing? It's I don't know why. I don't know why I'm laughing. Because this is, Karen, when something tragic happens, Karen's reaction is to laugh, and it's because it, she cares. It's kind of my first reaction to every single thing, and that's how I slowly process what's happening, yeah. no matter what, but I kind of kill time by laughing. Yeah. But... There, it is like they're really jamming, and then just suddenly there's like a Heineken bottle that just goes boop. <laughs> it's really fucked up. Billy Joe got really hurt, and Karen's over here having the oh, time no. of her is life. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, or there's the time Chris Novichelich from Nirvana threw his guitar in the air, and it hits him right on the heads. Oh, man. Right. <laughs> Video to music. Himself? That was yeah. like 90. Well, that's why yeah. his was funny. Uh, the guy from Green Day was kind of assaulted by someone. He was a victim. But if you are like, I don't care that I'm, I think they're on MTV or or some, and he kind of sarcastically threw his guitar in the air and then it, he just didn't catch it and it hit the top of his head and 
He yeah, he had to go to the it. hospital. He yeah, had, it, like, really hurt himself. Yeah, yeah, oh. and that's why I'm smiling and talking about it. Laughing and then and he smiling. he ran for governor of uh, Washington State or something. He was a politician, Chris Novoselic. Is that true? Really? Yeah, and you were like, it was like, oh wow, he's kind of like a Bernie, like freakazoid version of like, and then like nowadays he's like horrible. He's a Trump apologist. He, oh. yeah. he just turned bad. <laughs> oh wow! Yes, like in yeah. a libertarian way, yeah, like kind of like, oh god, you have you're just a man with no country type of guy now. Wow. I just feel like it's a, that kind of. I think rock stars. It's a young man's game. And then if they continue and grow, their lives are so unrealistic and so spoiled that then they kind of have these, you know what I mean? It just keeps happening where it's like Eric Clapton is just kind of oh, like, God. no immigrants. And you're just like, are you, fu you've been carried your entire life. Yeah. Wow. How dare you? Morrissey. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah, Morrissey's uh, oh the big one. Morrissey. Johnny Rotten what? is fully just oh, like Johnny Rotten, conservative. Really? Like, yeah, he's like, I don't care. Like, he just like <laughs> thinks it's more punk rock to hate, make fun of liberals, I guess. Yeah, it's uh, the new punk rock. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't like the new punk rock. He's always just been like, fuck you. <laughs> Bollocks to you. Bollocks <laughs> to you all. Guys, do you think the queen is on her way out. Do you think she's about to die? Wait, was this a thing that uh, a, fake <laughs> a fake story was put out about that? I Yes, it, it, like it went around on Twitter one day that she right. died and then everyone had to go, no, that's not true. Wow. Oh, yeah. But, I, but recently she's been going like, you know, Camilla will be the queen regiment or whatever. <laughs> she's got like the whole uh, kind of her will coming out. Like, right. Yeah. And she also did that thing. There was a clip that because she well first of all she had covid and then there was a clip of her cutting a cake and she insisted upon using the sword <laughs> that she used to knight somebody to cut the cake and they were kind of like haha no don't do that and she was like i'm doing it and she had a big <laughs> smile on her face <laughs> did you see that well and i was I like she might be going a little organic in the brain. Oh, <laughs> man. Naughty, old. naughty. <laughs> she's really old. I mean, she's yeah. been old since I was born. Yeah, yeah she old. was old when I was born. <laughs> it's <laughs> amazing. Yeah. yeah, she's. I actually thought there was like it's been three different people because she's been old since my childhood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, Melania they just keep passing down the same pillbox hat. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if like Prince Harry's gonna go to her funeral. Is he invited or is he disinvited from everything because he abdicated? I feel like if she dies, that's everything gets cleared, don't you think? On all the olds, all Beefs. the olds. Yeah. I would imagine. But like, who is in line? Camilla? Mm hmm. Huh. Uh, Camilla and, yeah, Charles. And Charles. Interesting. Um, it's amazing how much art and television and movies with Spencer and the crown is being, it's like almost like the yeah. people's revenge on these people that are so kind of like, just like there must be it must be so amazing to just be like god there were so many versions of us like you know <laughs> you know like at least you know how they have to look at that like they have to watch it they must it's, watch it in their the little crown is tv room totally amazing it's great I'm not like that, so am I? Good. yeah yeah am i really <laughs> like that people, yeah. is that me yeah i mean i'm talking about it and i ge genuinely do not care but it, it seems to be like a fun thing to talk about right i mean if the you don't care if the queen is dead this is very wow. Hey, hey. <laughs> my my thing, well, thinking of Johnny Rotten, what I was thinking is, unlike any time before, it seems like in the last year, she started smiling a ton in pictures. And I feel like that's a sign that she should not be making public appearances anymore. Happiness. Like, you know, she was always very, like, mm, yeah, proper yeah. and, you know, royal. But now she's yeah. always got like a little devious grin on her face. And it's like, no. She's a little horny. She's <laughs> like, I'm a little horny. I'm horny now. I'm telling everyone. Okay, you're not gonna be on the mic anymore. You can't be at you're this not gonna... <laughs> You can't be at this grocery store opening. Sorry. Give me the, give me the keys. <laughs> give me the keys to the car you've never driven. Uh so has anything happened in your new car podcast? Um that uh, aside from the guy at the bus, at bus stop, but anything, any big events, any almost accidents, anything that you've seen? I mean, so, I've had to make some very, very courageous left turns. Yeah. Uh, to avoid. Yeah, that's got to get scary. Um, and, and courageous justifications, yeah. 
<laughs> I saw a car that had a bullet hole in it, didn't we, John? We oh, did. did. And we saw a hot dog cart that said Jesus hot dog. It was called Jesus hot dogs. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that was a that was no huge. apostrophe? Yeah, no apostrophe. Yeah. And then Steve Agee knew like all these pulp fiction locations. And so we drove past this Riverside Boulevard pulp fiction. It was where Bruce Willis uh, kind of goes after he gets Zed's motorcycle. He yeah, kind of yeah. Ride, he his... rides away and he's yeah. at this place kind of near the uh, Elysian, the new Elysian theater on Riverside. So. Oh, yeah. I bet that I could huge. find that. I just that did huge. that theater. Wow. Yeah. yeah, it's fun to, it's movies that I saw before I ever moved here. It's kind of fun to watch them and be like, wait, that's outside my house. Yeah. Denzel Washington was filming a movie <laughs> outside my house. Yes. Yeah. All of Fast and the Furious is just like, yeah, yeah, downtown. Training like, Day is my neighborhood. It's pretty fun to watch that. Love it. Pretty fun to talk about. So, yeah, we're really kind of hanging the whole thing on not, not making right turns. That's, I mean, that's here's it. the thing. It's, you guys clearly didn't think through the fact that making a left in Los Angeles is the biggest pain in the ass there kind of is. It is. Well, that's, right? that's why we're not being, like, easy on ourselves. Yeah. You know, mm. and... Okay. And it adds a special kind of like having to pull out a little bit into the intersection with which John very readily does. He's not one of these yeah. people that just stays at the white lines, which no. pisses me yeah. off so much. Like, that was you have fine. to go take okay. it. Yeah. yeah. When, I, when I had the 2009 Chevy Trailblazer, I was a little more okay. But now I got the brand new Toyota Sienna minivan. Come on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wait We're, a second. Are you guys sponsored? Is that what you keep saying? <laughs> Toyota Sienna minivan. Oh God, we need that Toyota money. That's that. That would be huge. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Today we're in a. Then we're <laughs> then we're fully cars and then we're f- stealing equally from. You won't get you. lemon at Toyota of Orange, Karen. <laughs> we tried for a while. Karen and I both had Hondas when we started. Keys, we're, keys, keys. We have keys on by nines. Oh, and then oh 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 Riley O'Reilly <laughs> on a park. Wow. Sorry. That is part of the song. I probably peaked. Uh, but yeah, did, was there a moment when you guys had to decide who was going to drive? We gradually realized that Karen was way better at driving and also being able to talk. I cannot. It, it was I, always I'm John. Driving. It was always tall John. Yeah, and yeah. For me, it's always like, I think John Daly is going to be driving this podcast metaphorically, so I'll drive it literally. <laughs> Which is not true. We're we're both, I feel like we're both driving. You, you always... Surprise me with like, wow! I try, yeah. <laughs> Keep it fresh. <laughs> How? When did you guys become pals? Did you work together on a show or something? No, I feel like we we met it just uh, through maybe it uh, through Scott Ackerman or yeah, definitely uh, mutual know, friends, yeah. um, parties and stuff. And yeah. I always knew of him, but honestly, it wasn't until the Red Hot Chili Peppers thing. I'm like, holy shit, this guy's hilarious. <laughs> I've been taking him Thank for granted you. this whole time. He's been right in front of my face. In 10 years, yeah. I'm going to do a podcast with him. Yeah. <laughs> wow, you predicted it. That's specific. 10 years from now, we'll be at a party and we'll come up with a podcast. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. uh, regular size, John. I also really like your uh, shot for shot. What the, start Re- me up Shot for we- shot remake of the Rolling Stone start me up video. But yeah, but sure, what did you call it? What did you? It's cheer me up because I put, me up. It's the most... put it out at the beginning of pandemic, and it's just cheer me up. Yeah, look that. <laughs> that I, I love that. That's great. Yeah, if okay, I do good. say so myself. Yeah, you should. It is. It it does cheer me up to watch it. Yeah, it's great. And that Rolling and Stones video is great too. Go ahead. Yeah, the original is good. Yeah, the remake is better. Cocaine. But I was gonna say my favorite John Daly role. Well, there's many, but in Zoolander two, and I know I told you this. <laughs> Yeah, Because I went to Zoolander 2, I think it was some kind of preview or whatever, because yeah. there's lots of people that we knew that were in it. And I watched John Daly, and I'm like, he's he is the best actor in this movie. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. Because <laughs> you were having to do a very specific thing, and you did it really consistently. And every time you were on the screen, I liked watching what you... It was yeah. like engaging oh, wow. and good. Yeah, and not this to is say, a huge there's compliment. There's a lot going on. Thank you. A lot yeah. going on in that movie. And it was fun to see our friends and lots of people, you know, whatever. But I just kept going like, man, John Daly really pulled it off in that one. Yeah. Was, oh, that's so nice. Really good. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're saying I'm better at acting than Penelope Cruz. That's yes. really great. That's cool for you me. You were upstaging yeah. her. You were chewing up the scenery behind her. Yes. <laughs> she couldn't compete. You yeah. needed she to hear compete. this, too, because you two have always been compared. 
in the past. Yeah. Penelope. <laughs> Oh, I had yeah. to go out for the same parts. Yeah, there was yeah. one year, like three years ago, I, I had a couple acting gigs, one on Tig's show and one on that corporate show. And you were, it was like within weeks of each other. And I, I feel like we, to, yeah, that's You right. and I we were like each other DJs on Tig's, together. On Tig's show too. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. And then right yeah. after that on, on, on corporate. Yeah. Right? I love that. Yeah. Corporate. And you, you just, it seems like, cause I just get nervous when I'm doing that kind of thing. I know how to hide it, but. You just look like you're having fun, and I think that's what translates. As well, uh, just seems like you're having fun. Sometimes, while you're doing that. yeah. Well, hey, thanks. But yeah, uh, yeah. That, those were both uh, fun, like jobs that my friends. Yeah, yeah. That was like, friends. hey, come over and do this. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I was definitely like pretty loose. Yeah, super loose. <laughs> <laughs> Zoolander, not so loose. But, no, you uh, couldn't be. Just Penelope. You were at the center. You got to bring your uh, A game for Penelope. You were, and, for Penelope. And Stiller, Were obviously. you spies or like... We were the fashion to be. the fashion police. <laughs> of course. Yeah. My... Zoolander. Yeah. My, my apologies. <laughs> Chris, did you ever live with Tig? Yeah, for a long time. Long enough to almost get recognized by the state for tax purposes. <laughs> oh, wow. Seven years. That's what that I in Yeah. And what about David Huntsberger? Did he live in that house too? Yeah. They, our second house together, David moved in. I just, I just hung out with him the other day. Yeah. I've had really good friends that I used to live with, but. Well, uh, I always, I never, like if I see you on the street, I know that you're Chris Fairbanks and same with him. He's David Huntsberger. Yes. But I, I can never keep straight which one of you I went on that blimp ride with. And it was him. Not it you. was, yeah, I've never been on a blimp. I'm, I fear them because, uh, you Wait. know, they catch on fire and stuff or they have yeah. a history of it. You were on a blimp? What? what yeah, what's this blimp this thing? <laughs> Come on. Well, the blimp thing is Doug Benson, who I owe my career to, uh, mm -hmm. just randomly tweeted something about the Goodyear blimp ones. And they tweeted back to him and said, hey, you want to take a ride? Bring seven friends or whatever. And uh, I was one of them. And it was fantastic. It's, it's amazing how when the blimp takes off, I would imagine it would be a little more gradual. You're going up like at a 90 degree angle. And it's, it's so weird. And really? It's so fun. Yeah, it was a good time. What did you fly over? We flew over like the Queen Mary because the, the Goodyear airport, for lack of a better word, is down that way. Oh, it mm. was the Goodyear blimp. Oh, it was the Goodyear blimp. Boy, I've nice. never. That's like going to the Playboy Mansion. Did really you get the is. invite? In the sky. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. there's girls so on there. More perverted. Yeah. <laughs> because so anyway, it looks like a big old dong. You guys got yeah. some juice. Just tweet about the Goodyear blimp and get a free ride. Really? Yeah, okay. I should, yeah. It is that's... how I've gotten my Delta flights changed. Twitter's powerful. <laughs> Twitter, really I have, is. I have done. It used to be, maybe it's not anymore. It feels very like uh, scaled down or something. They won't let everyone see your stuff, but definitely, I, I've, I've gotten uh, hotels, yep, uh, discounts, upgrades. Mm. Not even on purpose. Flights, just as flights a rescheduled. Yeah, like, it's from just complaining. A byproduct, yeah, of like complaining about something, and then it's embarrassing because they're like, "Oh, we'll fix that for you." Uh, thank you very much. I'm going to delete this tweet now where he's complaining about it. Also, then you're kind of publicly known as like, yeah, I'm, well, I'm standing here and this, uh, my bag isn't here. Yeah. And then, oh. you know, sometimes that's like, sometimes no one notices, but then like, I think in, in this day and age, I would say since 2016, you see a lot less like airport complaining on yes, Twitter. I, <laughs> it's just like no one gives a shit right. anymore. I, I don't yeah. even see complaining in airports uh, lately. It's just right. everyone, uh, airports have been quite pleasant. <laughs> Everyone's understaffed, though, or like cut back all their like support staff, including hotels. When I, I was just driving across the country, speaking of driving, um, but uh, in hotels now they don't have uh, that your your room isn't automatically cleaned, or at least these hotels I was just great. Like, on the road I hotels. I always and, forget to hang that sign up and then they barge in, yeah. right? When I'm bending over in front of my mirror. Oh, I don't, yeah, no, I don't <laughs> mind it. But uh, I think the thing is when, if you were, is to request it and tip that person because they're getting less tips or something. Oh, uh, right. Request yeah. the cleaning maybe. Unless yeah, you, you have to it's absolutely like don't want it. You're right. Sometimes I don't. Yeah. You're right. I have I'm noticed like, Don't now find my weed, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, my stash that I bring with me on airplanes. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> I have noticed that all hotels now have that little envelope like, hey, 
Yeah, the little for the cleaning staff. And even if they don't clean my room, it seems, but I'm like, here. Oh, yeah. They'll eventually be in here. Imagine just because I don't need. They must see. Yeah. I wait until they come. Uh, I wait until they come to the room and give it to their face. You know what okay. they need How to start doing? doing? You fold it up. <laughs> yeah. Get some, put some gravy on it, stick yeah, it to their legs. Put leg. it to their yeah. legs. <laughs> yeah. Here's a little gravy for you. Literally. Wow. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, uh, the, they need to just stop giving you four dozen towels. If they give, give you one towel, you're going to have to, you know. I've just figured out the hotel problem. If you're out there listening, Hilton family, one yeah. towel. And Scrimp then, on the towels. Yeah, and then people got to have their room changed over. I'm just dog friendly. You got to be dog friendly. So it's a, it is Hilton Garden and then Hampton Inn. And yeah. Yeah, you got to be dog. dog friendly. My dog don't, also don't smokes. like dogs. Yeah. My dog smokes. <laughs> yeah. People love dogs. Yeah. Oh, oh look at that, that one. one. Oh. Oh my gosh. It's a nice you. couch, too. Thank yeah. you. Great couch, great dog. <laughs> nice. He got everything. The, the dog came with the couch. It's cozy <laughs> as hell. She was shoved in between the, the cushions. <laughs> um, all right. Well, guys, do you have anything else you want to plug or discuss? Yeah. Because we've, this hour has gone by so insanely fast. It's kind of funny. Yeah. Tall John, you're still working on Big Burgers? Bob's Bur Big Bob's I'm Burgers? Big Burger. <laughs> yeah. I'm working on Bob's a show Big that everyone loves. <laughs> Yes, I'll yeah. never leave there. They'll have to fire me. Um, and, why? Why would you, John Daly? The greatest. What, what are you working on lately? Um, I uh, I'm putting out an album in the uh, in the summer in June and um, of music, and I'm going to go on tour and do a big show in L.A. And then I am uh, doing South by Southwest two weeks from now. Come to that if you're in Austin. Um, I've got a new podcast called. Um, I've got two podcasts. One's called Two Johns Don't Make a Right, which we've talked about. Sure, sure. And the other one's called yes. Deliberately Wasting Your Time, and it's a uh, podcast reviews. So, uh, yeah, check that <laughs> oh, out. Oh, that's great. <laughs> just review other people's podcasts. I love that idea. Yeah. yeah wow. <laughs> is it, is it just you by yourself? It's fun. Please be on it, both of you, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. Um, you have okay. guests on that. It's me too. by myself and a guest, and uh, we listen to obscure and strange podcasts. And then <laughs> that's sometimes great. just Joe Rogan or whatever, and yeah, go yeah. through it. Sure. <laughs> and it's a little bit like mystery science theater kind of thing. That yeah. sounds sure. fun. That's a funny idea. I just love That's it. really funny. Yeah, holding Thanks. a mirror up Way to better the... than our idea. Yeah. Yeah. And then no, I do two not Johns. Say... <laughs> and right just... now we're we're releasing two Johns on that stream. So if you go to that stream of deliberately wasting your time, you'll see two Johns. We're we're gonna eventually we gotta get our own thing, but just for kind of the the you know, the purposes yeah. of just and putting also, stuff like, out. <clears> that could be a good audience. title for sure. ours too. Yeah. Deliberately yeah. wasting our time. <laughs> well, thank you for having us. I'm going to help you yeah. wrap this up. Thank you. Yeah, yeah thanks yeah. for having us. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> you You're wonderful hosts. And so and so happy to see you both. It's, yeah, I know. It's, it's almost like we hung out. out. And I yeah. haven't been Very crying. Social. My allergies have been going crazy, so I've been dabbing my eye, but I'm not crying. Oh, good. I hate being that funny. <laughs> <laughs> You've been listening to Do You Need a Ride? D-Y-N. This has been an Exactly Right production. Produced by Casey O'Brien. Mixed by Ryo Baum. Theme song by Karen Kilgareth. Artwork by Chris Fairbanks. Follow the show on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Dynar Podcast. That's D-Y-N-A-R Podcast. For more information, go to exactlyrightmedia.com. Listen, subscribe, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you. Oh, and you're welcome. <laughs>